The Wings Media presents Real People, Real Victories With your host, Pastor Tondi Daniels God will usher you to the next great season of your life as you listen to this message Stay tuned, you will be richly blessed Hallelujah, welcome somebody by your side and take your seat In the presence of the Lord No more sinking for you Hallelujah. Please be seated in his presence this morning. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Bible's very good with me to the book of Matthew, chapter number 2. Did I say Matthew? Mark, chapter 2, verse 1. And again he entered into Capernaum after some days. And it was noised and straight away. Many were gathered together in so much that there was no room to receive them. No, not so much as about the door. And he preached the word unto them. And they come unto him, bringing one sick of the palsy, which was born of four. And when they could not come nigh unto him for the press, they uncovered the roof where he was. And when they are wearing the parcelet, verse 11, And I say unto thee, Arise, take up thy bed, and go thy way into thine house. And immediately he arose, took up the bed, and went forth before them, before them all, insomuch that they were all amazed. And glorify God, say, we never saw it on this fashion. Hallelujah. Some of the sound of my voice. What God will do in your life this morning is that know you to be amazed. In the name of Jesus Christ. After this morning service, those that used to know you, dazed, amazed of God in your life in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. I'm speaking on the subject supernatural turnarounds. The paralytic story. Supernatural turnarounds. That has been the theme for the past six Sundays. Alright? And we have been looking at one turn up story or the other. Hallelujah. We have seen Mordecai's story. We have seen Jacob's story. And this morning we are looking at the paralytics story. The Bible says that Jesus came into Capernaum again. One thing I have discovered and realized about God is that he is never tired of blessing you. Hallelujah. He entered into Capernaum again. Hallelujah. If other words listen to me, if God has done something good or great in your life before, he can do it again. Hallelujah. Maybe you have never directly benefited from the supernatural turnaround power of God. Listen to me. 
today can as well be the first time in your life in the name of Jesus Christ. In other words, whatsoever you have had God doing in the life of someone, God again can do it in your own life. Hallelujah. Bible says while he was in Capernaum, he was teaching the word of God and the crowd gathered. Hallelujah. Never miss an opportunity to hear the word of God. The crowd gathered so much so that the Bible says that there was no room in the inn until something began to happen. They began to bring sick people from everywhere. But one of the very special cases, listen to me, is the case of this paralytic man that was brought by four people. Please listen to the word of God. Hallelujah. The Bible says that they brought him and there was no room there. It's like this church. It's like the whole place is filled to the door. With tears outside. That's going to happen here very soon. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Jesus. That we are going to move into multiple services in this place. Until we get a bigger place. Hallelujah. Hear this. There was no room. The man couldn't help himself. Maybe you are here this morning. Like this paralytic man. Hallelujah. Who was constantly helped by others. He needed to on other people. If he wants to go to the toilet, he'll depend on someone. If he wants to buy something out there, he will need to depend on someone. Listen to me. He had legs. Only that the leg could not support his weight. Hallelujah. You are here this morning. You something. Only that what you have cannot support you. Maybe you are here, you have a certificate. Hallelujah. And certificate cannot support you. You have a business. Listen to me. But then your business cannot support you. It's even possible, listen to me, to have a womb and yet your womb cannot give you what you want. It is having something and yet what you have, listen to me, not get you to where, where you want to get to at the time that you need to it is possible to have a home, a husband and your husband cannot support you listen to me, he was a paralytic man, he could think he he knew where to go, only that he could not get himself by himself to wherever he wants to go oh my god I'm sure there are many people like that in this nation hallelujah we were not told that he was born that way. He wasn't born that way. Something happened somewhere along the line and he became crippled. Bad governmental economic policies. He became crippled. Like many businesses have been crippled in this country. Like many career people have been crippled in this country. A man that had once flourishing, promising job suddenly kicked out of the banking industry and yeah, fortune, a wife house rent to pay, school fees and tripled somebody was sharing with me a man, listen to me yesterday that 
had to his cousin or somebody up to help pay his children's school fees. And that is where many of us are in this just on survival mode, trying to get along. Listen to me, holding on for the very I don't know what you understand what I'm talking about this morning. Going out every day, but you are not sure of what you are going out there to me. Is it going to be good or bad? You don't know. And when things come up, listen to me. The next thing we will be asking is, who do I call now? This was the situation of this young man. He was constantly in need of support. He was constantly being born by four people. He needed four people to carry his weight part time. Oh, thank God that he has those people to carry his burden. He was more of a liability than an asset to anyone. But listen to me. When they brought him to Jesus, his story changed. This morning, I don't know who God has sent me to. I don't know who this turnaround service is for. Listen to me. I don't know how you came into this auditorium this morning. You are leaving this place totally turned around. Your story totally changed in the name of Jesus Christ. You came in a liability. You are living here an asset in the name of Jesus Christ. Maybe you came in here crippled. God is giving you your strength back in the name of Jesus Christ. God is giving you your power back in the name of Jesus Christ. Do you know what God told me for this service? He said functionalities are going to be restored. Oh my God. Functionalities. What have not been functioning? What should be what? your life that you have that has not been working shall begin to walk that business is going to bounce back to life in the name of Jesus that career path is going to come back in the name of Jesus Christ you are getting your power back if you are a believer shout a louder amen now I say you are getting your power back in the name of Jesus Christ that problem is a temporary setback. And in this service, you are bouncing back. I say somebody is bouncing back. If it is you, shout a louder. Hey! Functionalities are going to be restored. Oh my God. Thank you, Holy Ghost. I say functionalities are going to be restored. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, areas of your life that have been crippled. If you walk, if you if you walk with systems with computer and you walk with phones, you realize that sometimes when your system when your phone is or your, your computer is infected by virus, listen to me. One of the things that begin to happen early signs, actually before the, the virus is crippled the entire system or the entire computer, is that certain functionalities will stop working. Alright? You carry your mouse this way, the mouse by itself will move in that direction. Praise God. You have you you been infected. There's an infection somewhere. Hallelujah. Something is eating you up somewhere. You are gradually being crippled somewhere. You don't need to wait. Hallelujah. You don't need to wait. I don't know where you are, where you have been infected. I don't know where that virus is hiding in your system. I don't know where that virus is hiding.
hiding in your destiny, where it is hiding in your business, or in your marriage. Ah, the Holy Ghost this morning shall locate ah, that virus. He will, re- he will eject them. It, and Jesus Christ, he will wipe your life clean in the name of Jesus Christ. He will wipe your hard drive clean in the name of Jesus Christ. He will give you a new start this morning. If I'm talking to you and you're a believer, shout a louder amen now. Do you know that was what Jesus did to this guy? He wiped his wiped him clean. Hallelujah. Wiped him clean. In verse 5, Jesus said, Jesus said four things to the man. And I'll give you four keys in this scripture that will bring up what I brought about their turnaround. Which if you employ in your life, you can see a turnaround also consistently. Praise the name of Jesus. Because there are no possibilities with God where human beings are not ready to take responsibilities for their life. You must be ready to take a measure of responsibility. Praise the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. The first thing that Jesus said was in verse 5, Son, thy sins are forgiven. Praise the name of the Lord. Whatsoever it is that has followed your life, whatever it is that has brought you to this state, that sin virus that has crippled you so, they are forgiven. Jesus actually never gave him the opportunity to say, Lord, forgive me my sins. He bypassed that protocol. Because that's exactly what he has come to do. To forgive you your what? Your sins. It doesn't matter when it was committed. Do you know why it doesn't matter the magnitude of the sin? How big or how small? He says thy sins are forgiven. I have wiped your slate as sins. That has brought you here. Yourself in cured sins. They have brought you here. They are already forgiven you. Listen this morning. I don't know what that thing is. Because do you know what? Anytime something is not working in your life, there are other things that are at work. If something is not working, and something else is at work, if it's not the devil, it might be sin. Listen to me. I want to help you with your sin situation. Can I help you? Your problem is not sin. God is not holding, he's no longer holding your sins against you. Do you know why I, I, I make bold to say that? I make bold to say that because Jesus Christ has settled the question and the issue of sin. He has died to take away the sin of humanity. So if he has died to take away your sin, there is nothing for the devil to accuse you of. So you are not going to be judged. You are not being judged because of your sin. You are simply being judged or you are going to be judged for not accepting the forgiveness. Somebody didn't hear what I just said. Alright? So when Jesus said, your sins are forgiven thee, he was talking in the light of, of what he came to do in the world. He has come to settle the sin issue. To take away the sins. But you receive forgiveness. Accept it. And stop being, my God, guilty conscious. It will not take you anywhere. Walk in this revelation, this truth, like we said in the life for the way. Walk in this present truth. Stop being guilt conscious. I've done this, I've done that. No, it's not what you have done, it's what Christ has done. You are righteous because Jesus 
is righteous. So he has made you righteous. You are holy because Jesus is holy. So he has made you holy. But listen to me. With time, the righteousness and the holiness of God will begin to reflect in your life as you continuously follow. Will I stumble every once in a while? Yes, we will stumble every once in a while. Get back up and receive forgiveness. Continue with your journey. Oh, I didn't hear what I said. Archbishop B.A. Dawson said, when you fall, pick up, pick something up and continue your journey. Don't let it stop you. Jesus settled it. Your sins are forgiven. Whatever is standing against you is forgiven. Do you know what? I just felt in the spirit I've taken a weight off somebody's mind. Something had been disturbing me. Huh? Hallelujah. Pick it up and continue. What is it that has been standing against you? What is it that has crippled you so? This morning, the blood of Jesus is visiting the foundation of somebody's life in the name of Jesus and he is correcting whatever has been corrupted. If I'm talking to a believer, let your amen come out like thunder. I say whatever has been corrupted in the foundation of your life is being corrected right now. Number two, Jesus said, Arise. Hallelujah. Arise. In other words, don't stay where you are. The yoke of stagnation and limitation in your life is broken. To arise means stand up. It means that your light has come. The glory of the Lord is risen upon you. Isaiah chapter 60 verse 1. Arise. Shine for your light has come. For the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. Arise. Hallelujah. What you couldn't do before. They begin to do it. Arise. You couldn't stand. You needed to wait for someone to take you up. Now you no longer need that. Arise. Hallelujah. I'm sure that guy will ask. He will first of all look around himself. Arise to where? From where? I can't stand. I can't walk. Hallelujah. I can't, I can't, I can't change this situation. But Jesus has spoken. And you have got to mix your faith with it. Arise. Arise. Arise from discouragement. Arise from despondency. Arise from where that, that problem makes you. Get up. Let me tell somebody say get up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, yes, now you can. Get up, you can, you can. You get up. Come from among them and be ye separate. You get up. In other words, do something that you couldn't do before. Your turnaround season has come. You do something that you could oh, Your story has changed. You do something that you couldn't, my God, that you couldn't do before. Mike, is anybody with me this morning? Your glory has come. You arise and do something that you couldn't do before. Is anybody with me? I told our sister, lick that oil. Whatever you say is what you have. When she got there, she arose to the occasion. The man wanted to give 20, 20 what? How much will be the, how much will your commission be on that one? Huh? 20. Less than 1,000 because uh, 
is uh, 2,500 and our, our percentage is not 10. Let's go. So we are about 1,000 or thereabout if you know how to calculate. Praise the name of Jesus. But she location. The Bible says your light has come. The turn around you have been waiting for has come. Arise and take it. Hallelujah. Come out from dependency where you are always trusting and depending on other people. It's time for you to stand on your own. Hallelujah. Is anybody with me this morning? You have been trying, somebody here, you have been trying to start a deal, start a business. You have not been able to. Listen to me. Jesus has sent me with the word. Arise this morning. I command and I declare that business shall arise in the name of Jesus. Business shall stand. That business shall stand. I said that business shall stand in the name of Jesus Christ. You just take steps. It will stand. Huh? It will stand. But listen to me. Is, is anybody here with me? Dr. Paul Young, when he moved to Yoido, of New York is to 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 uh, to Seoul, uh, South Korea. It's an island place, like like a peninsula. All right. Listen. Even said in his book that I read, he said most people couldn't understand because the dialect that he speaks is so different from the one they speak in that area. He says so most people come to church not even hearing what he says. They will come and see that they are not hearing what he says. Alright? But yet they will come and see that every Sunday. And till death he is still the pastor of the largest church in the world. One million people strong. We are getting there. I say we are getting there. Hallelujah. Despite not yet the day of little beginnings. Because he didn't start with one million people. He started with few like this. Hallelujah. Listen. How was he able to keep that feet? Simply. It's just simply because God turned his captivity around and gave him his desires. His expectations were granted. That's what happens when your turnaround season comes. And I announced to you, it's your turnaround Somebody is arising from this service to take over in the name of Jesus Christ. Somebody is arising from this service into uncommon success in the name of Jesus. Somebody is arising from this service to break through and break forth in your career, in your business, in the name of Jesus Christ. Somebody is arising from this service to encounter God's goodness and God's glory in a greater way in the name of Jesus. The next thing Jesus said, take up your bed. Carry what he used to carry you. Hallelujah. The man was a liability. After his turnaround, he was to carry responsibility himself. Do you know what? For you to be able to carry anything, one of the things that you need is the strength of the shoulder. If your shoulders are out of joint, your arm is useless. No wonder the Bible says, and government shall be upon his shoulders. Talking about Jesus. And do you know what? It means that for every follower of Christ, you have the capacity, what it takes to carry responsibility. Broad shoulder. That's why I said women should care for themselves. Because to be frank with you, in this time, many women are carrying awesome responsibilities. I can mention names, but I will spare you. Hallelujah. 
carrying responsibilities. Stop saying I'm a woman. Read the book of Proverbs chapter 13 and see a woman. Huh? See a trust woman that was carrying responsibility. The only thing that the Bible said about the husband is that go and sit at the gates with the elders and be drinking tobo. <laughs> and be cheesing. That's the only thing that the Bible says about the husband. Then the Bible says the next thing, the husband is proud of her. Why won't he be, be, be proud of you? <laughs> Hallelujah. I was one woman spoke to me one garden one day. He said, when she began to make money, she said, and I began to take my family out. Alright? On cruise. You know these boat cruise, these big boats that I like, that are like hotels. He said, he said, when we get into the ship. Say my husband normally will bring his computers, all right, and come and be doing his work on a holiday. Say one of those uh, holidays, he brought the computer. So I told him, since I'm the one paying the bills, <laughs> he says, so I told him, dear, no computers this time. We are going for a holiday. Don't bring your work into. I want your undivided attention. I am paying the bills. I will tell you. <laughs> He said before the man used to be the one. So when they get there, he will just he will be inside the cabin. He won't do anything but walk, 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 walk. But they will have fun. But do you know what? Fun without him is no fun. She also began to call the shots. You are about to start calling the shots in the name of Jesus Christ. If you're a believer, shout a better amen now. I want the men to shout a louder amen. Oh. <laughs> Because we must remain <laughs> the head to, to keep on calling the shots. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Jesus. That Jesus said lastly to him, Go home. Go thy way. Go back to your house. Very quickly, listen to me. Where you have not been able to go. Places where you have not been able to enter. After this morning service. You are gaining supernatural entries into those places. In the name of Jesus Christ. Do you know what? After this morning, I don't know where you want to go from tomorrow. Go. Tell them that Jesus sent you. Eh? Tell them what? Eh, tell them that Jesus sent you. You know, in one of the cases, one of the stories like this, Jesus healed a man by the pool of Bethesda, and it was on a on a on a what is it called? On a Sabbath day. So when they when they carried his bed, he was going on. People met him say, I know on Sabbath day, those days, all right, according to the laws of the Jew, on Saturday, you must not do anything. Not a, a chair, you must not they must not see you outside carrying chair. It's an offense. So they saw the man carrying his bed and going home, going somewhere. They didn't understand where he was. So they challenged him, Where are you going? Who told you to carry your bed? Do you know what the man said? He said, Jesus was the one that told me to carry my bed. If you have any issue with it, permit him. And do you know what? They couldn't do the man anything. They couldn't do him nothing. Listen, in the name of that same Jesus I'm sending you into this week, go and experience an unusual turnaround. If people ask you, tell them what wonder has come to do so. In the name of Jesus Christ. Very quickly, very quickly in the next five minutes, I want to show you what these people did that brought the turnaround. Because without that, this message is not complete. Number one, very quickly. They knew who had the solution to their situation. Having a problem is one thing. 
not knowing who has the solution is another problem. It's a greater problem. How many of you saw in the social media in the last two weeks a woman that had cancer? I mean, a woman whose breast was removed because she had cancer. Only for further tests to be done and they realized that she didn't have any cancer. How many of you had you read or you heard about it? Can I see your hand if you read about it or you heard about it? Oh, it was all over the social media. Her breast was already removed. Alright? But on further examination by better experts, they realized that she didn't have any cancer. But then the damage has already been done. So having a problem is one thing. Knowing where to go get solution is, 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 is more important than the problem. Listen to me. The Bible says those men heard that Jesus was in town and they went after him. They went after Jesus so much so that even though there was no room in the inn, they made a way and brought the man before Jesus. That takes me to my second point. They were ready. Number two, they were ready to do all that it takes to give them this, I mean, to get the solution that they wanted. They were ready to do all that it takes in order for them to get the solution that they want. Listen to me. When they came to the place, there was no room. Do you know what they did? They went to the sea. They climbed to the roof and they removed the roof and they looked to the presence of Jesus. I mean, that's a lot of work. I don't know. I don't, it's a lot. Can you imagine it? It's a lot of work until you are ready to do what it takes. You are not ready to get all that it contains. What sacrifice? What price are you ready to pay? Nothing supernatural comes easy. You see, we live in a world of fast everything. Alright? Marco, miracle. We want everything. Just with your hands over the place. Like Naaman said. Let the leprosy disappear. But the man of God has spoken. Go to Jordan. Even though it's not very clean. It's dirty and smelly. Somebody just finished pooping there just now. Go there and what? And wash. You think it's, it's in this generation that people go to do such open the vacation? No, no, no. They've been doing it. Alright? He said, go inside that place and wash and be clean. So the man complained. He said, I have a reverse better than this one. I have a pool in my house for crying out loud. Why can't I wash in that one and be clean? So he was going home until one small boy challenged him. Oga, if the man had you, if he has asked you to do one big thing, you have done it. You have what it takes now. You are a general in the army. You are rich. Actually, he came loaded with money, with clothing. Anything they will ask him to buy, you buy it instantly. But the man told you, go and give yourself a big clean. Give it a try. So the man went and did that. Second time, seventh time. The Bible said by the time he came out on the seventh time that the man of God said, his skin was like that of a little baby. Like that child over there. Okay, do it and come out clean. What are you ready to do? Do you know what? Everybody in the Bible, everybody that has, God has given turnarounds, he will always ask them to do something. Is it the woman with the widows or other woman that hallelujah, in Second Kings chapter 4 that they came for her, the child, when Elisha came, 
anything except a pot of oil. Elisha said, that's enough. Take that pot of oil, close your door, go and borrow plenty pots from town, lock your door and begin to pour. Assuming the woman has said, how can that be? They will have taken her child. She will have lost her death. When Elisha came to that widow woman also, the one, I mean Elijah, during the famine, what did Elijah say? Go and prepare something for me to eat first. What are you ready to do? I told her, take that oil, lick it. And I made a declaration over it. Hello? Have I ever done that for you? Remember, it's not, in this church we don't just do things, we are led by the Spirit of God to do it. This is a church that the Holy Ghost is instructing and revealing things. So I said that to say, when God gives an instruction here, carry it out. Because it will directly benefit you. Lick that oil. She took it and licked it. The man was down playing what she wanted. The lady said, no, this is how much he will pay. Determining for the man how to spend his money. Regardless of his needs. I'm sure the man has calculated if I give 25,000, uh, 25, the remaining change, I'll do this, do this, do this, do, this, do that. But the sister said, sir, give these six figures. Set with the matter. The man had no choice. He pulled his pen, gave the six figures. Matter said, what are you willing to do? To what extent are you willing to go? They tore the roof up and lowered the man. Number four. Number three. They created a get to the ultimate solution. It just small, small solutions. Hello? Don't leave everything totally in the hand of God to do for your life now. You can never pass exams sleeping at home 24-7. You can't get to America without applying for a visa or to Canada. What am I trying to tell you? Create solutions. There are certain things that God will not do for you. Only you can do that one. You want a job? Say, oh, okay, apply for one. Create that solution first. Go and dust up your CV, renew it. Look at the way they are doing CVs these days. That your CV won't get you anywhere. That 1900 CV. And is anybody with me? What little solutions are you creating? They went to the roof, opened it up. It was that that Jesus saw. How many people that Jesus knows everything? He knew when they came. He saw them when they came. He knew that they couldn't enter. But yet he never did anything. Do you know what? When I read, when I read the original, the original um, Greek where it says, and Jesus saw their faith. The Bible says, the original Greek says, Jesus was sure of their faith. What is it that makes Jesus to be sure of your faith? What you are doing now about, if you believe that, listen, if you believe that it's going to work, do something. Let God believe. Let God see that you actually believe. Don't pray that God, I don't want rain. Then you leave hope with umbrella. Did anybody get that one? A little bit there was a town, and everybody prayed that Lord, in this crusade, let there be no rain. So all the elderly people came with umbrella. One little boy alone didn't come with umbrella. So they asked, Where is your umbrella? He said, But we have prayed that there shouldn't be rain. So why should I come with umbrella? I believe that God will not bring rain. Lastly, God sent helpers to the man. People that were willing to help him. And those people, they work together as a team. The people that you need in your life to help you to get to Jesus. God will send them to you this week. Somebody didn't hear that one. Is it because I didn't shout? I said the people that you need that will help you see the glory of God. 
that will help you procure the solution that you need. This week, God will send them to you. Four people were sent to this man. Four. And they went all the way. All the way. All the way. Ah, Until you get what you want. Your destiny helpers will not be tired of helping you. Rise up on your feet. I say until, until you get what you want. Rise up on your feet. Until you get what you want. Until your solution arrives. arrives your destiny helpers will not cease to help you. In the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you for spending your time with us today. I am sure you've been richly blessed. Till we come your way again, stay blessed and stay connected.